Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Today's a beautiful spring day. We're on one of our last excursions on the lake. The snow is melting, the ice is barely skatable, and today we're gonna hear another Booger McFarlane story. This one's called Booger McFarlane Becomes a Super Spy. And you'll hear our feet scratching on the snow a little bit in the background. Booger McFarland was sitting at home watching TV in his favorite chair. His shirt was covered in ketchup and there were hot dog bun crumbs all around his mouth. He was pretty happy. He just had a little afternoon snack. He'd had 12 hot dogs, 11 of them with ketchup and one with ketchup and a little squirt of mustard. He was already looking forward to dinner where he was gonna have two more packs of hot dogs. That's 24 hot dogs. He loved eating hot dogs. As he was watching commercials on TV, and Booger was very strange because his favorite part of watching television were the commercials. He found out so much interesting information about things he might need like medicines and clothes, insurance, places to go, people to see. He was enjoying a particularly interesting commercial about a new type of truck, when all of a sudden he was startled. Dring, ding, ding, ding. What was that booger thought? He looked around. There was a little thing on the wall. What is making that sound? said Booger, and then he remembered. That was the telephone. I forgot I had a regular telephone. No one's called that in years. He stood up and walked over. He was used to getting phone calls on his mobile phone, not on this telephone that was attached to the wall. He picked up the phone. He was a bit surprised and he said, Hello, this is Booger McFarland. The voice on the other side said, Oh, hello, is this the Booger McFarland? Booger thought it was a pretty weird accent. It sure is, he said. Who's calling? The person on the other line was surprised. Um, I cannot give you my name, but let's just say, I'm a very important person in Great Britain. Booger had never heard of Great Britain. He wasn't sure if that was a shop, a place, or maybe an amusement park. He thought quickly. Oh, Great Britain. I love Great 
Great Britain. I would always want to go there. Booger said that as he thought of roller coasters and other fun rides. Oh, that's excellent, Mr. McFarland. Listen, we have a very important job for you. Can you do it? Booger looked in his kitchen. He still had quite a few hot dogs, but usually he was looking for work. He was not used to people calling him. So he thought he should take this job. Yeah, I'll take the job. When do you want me to start? Oh, excellent, Mr. McFarland. An agent will stop by your house later and drop off everything you need. Payment will be in your bank account one day after the mission is completed. All right, said Booger. I can't wait to see this agent. And he hung up. Booger had no idea what his job was going to be, nor did Booger know that the man who had called him was the head of the global super spy network. And he thought he had called the most famous secret spy in the world, Booger McFarland. It is an enormous coincidence that Booger McFarland is the name of a super spy and also the name of Booger McFarland in our stories. But how did the head of the Super Spy Network accidentally call our Booger McFarland? Well, he was looking for the phone number for the Super Spy Booger McFarland, and he put the name into his computer, and up popped our Booger McFarland's phone. So the head of the Super Spies thought he had just given a very important task to the Super Spy Booger McFarland. But instead, it was our Booger McFarland who can never keep a job. Later that day, Booger was watching more commercials and enjoying a pre-dinner snack of three hot dogs, all with ketchup. When the doorbell rang, Booger had already forgotten that he had taken this new job. He opened the door and said, Howdy, I'm Booger McFarland. A lady in a suit said, Hi. I'm Lady Scarlet. I'm here to give you your instructions. They are in this briefcase. But beware, once the briefcase is opened, it will disintegrate in one minute. Alrighty then, Lady Scarlet. Do you want to come in and have a hot dog? Lady Scarlet looked at him dubiously. No, I must go. You must act fast. This is a very important mission. She said, Alrighty, said Booger. He opened the briefcase. Inside was a black suit, a little video player, and another smaller briefcase. Booger took them out, but the video player could not come out of the bigger briefcase. He pressed play. On it was a man dressed in a black suit. Booger McFarland. This is Chief Gatsby of the world super spy network we have a problem russian spies are trying to disrupt all of the computers in the world they want to take control of all the banks and take everybody's money we must stop them you are looking for this super bad guy his name is vladimir trechiak Ah, said Booger. 
That's a weird name. I've never heard anyone called Vladimir or anyone called Trechiak. The video kept going. There is a car outside. You can take it. You must drive to New York City and find this bad man Trechiak. And you must stop him. Okay. I think I can do that. I hope there's gas in the car. The video went on. In the trunk of the car, you will find many super spy devices and $1,000 in cash. This briefcase will disintegrate in 10 seconds. Put it outside. Ow! Booger went and threw this briefcase outside. As it was in the air, all of a sudden, there was a puff of smoke and it was gone. Booger looked outside in front of his house was what looked like a bullet, a silver, shiny car. Oh, wow, that looks great, says Booger. He went back inside. He put on his new suit. It was very, very tight because the head of the super spy network, Chief Gatsby, had got it size for the real Booger McFarland super spy. But our Booger McFarland was not a super spy. He was a hot dog eater. The suit was so tight, Booger could barely move his arms. In fact, he said aloud to himself, I feel like I'm a hot dog stuck inside this suit. He took the small briefcase and walked out to the car. He looked in the trunk. There were all types of very interesting weapons and tools. He put the small briefcase in there, took the money, and he went to sit in the driver's seat. As he sat down, he heard a huge rip and three buttons popped off the suit coat. Uh-oh, I just ripped my pants, said Booger. He looked down at his suit coat. All the buttons had popped out. And on his shirt, all the buttons had popped out. You could see his belly through the hole in his shirt. And he was sure the rip in his pants was on the back and you'd be able to see his underwear. But Booger didn't care. He got in his car, started up, and it was super loud. And he started to drive to New York City. It was a seven hour drive. And every time Booger stopped at the gas station, he bought a few hot dogs. In fact, Booger stopped almost 27 times because he was so hungry for hot dogs. And every time he stopped, he also decided to get a bottle of Orange Fanta, his favorite drink. Finally, he arrived in New York City. He went straight to Central Park where he was instructed there was a secret hideout for Vladimir Tretiak. He was walking around Central Park, an enormous park in the center of a city filled with skyscrapers. What Booger didn't realize is he was being followed. There was a Russian looking man looking at Booger very carefully. As Booger walked through Central Park looking for the hideout, he became lost and confused. There was nobody around him except for this one man wearing a gray suit and looking very evil. Booger decided he'd go and ask this man 
for some advice. Booger stopped, turned around, and walked right towards this man. Excuse me, said Booger. The man looked at him surprised. Duh, what the can I help you with? I'm looking for the super. <laughs> Booger was smelling a cologne or a strange smell on this man. I'm looking for a... Booger leaned back and let out the biggest sneeze. Achoo! As he sneezed, his head came forward, connecting right to the head of this other man, knocking him out. The other man fell back, and when he hit the ground, his coat opened, and it showed a gun and a passport with the word Russia on it. I'm sorry, said Booger as he looked down. He looked around. There was nobody watching. What have I done? Booger went to find a police officer. However, in the bad guy's hideout, they'd been watching all this on video. And Vladimir Tretiak said, Oh, duh. This Booger McFarland, he's in an incredible costume. But you can tell how good he is. Look at how he took care of Pavel, our best assassin. The other super bad Russian spies nodded. Duh, duh, they said. And they all took bites of their hamburgers. Booger went back to his car and got in it. He started looking around. Maybe I just need to drive around this park to find the right parking lot. He started to drive around Central Park. It was a Sunday afternoon, almost dinner time. It was getting to be dusk and there weren't many cars. Booger wasn't paying attention, but there was a big black SUV following him. Booger was looking. The SUV was getting closer and closer. Inside was Vladimir Tretiak and another Russian agent. Booger was driving very fast. He didn't realize how fast he was driving because he was in this super fast silver bullet style sports car. Just out of the corner of his eye, Booger saw a hot dog stand. He slammed on the brakes. The Suburban wasn't prepared for this. And it drove right into the back of Booger's car. But Booger's car had a defense against being rammed. And an explosion happened, sending the big black SUV high up in the air. Booger was so excited about the hot dogs in the hot dog stand, he didn't even notice what had happened until he heard a large crash. The big black SUV had gone up in the air and landed upside down with its wheels in the air. Booger looked at the SUV. Oh, these drivers in New York are such bad drivers. That guy's truck is upside down. Booger went to the hot dog stand and bought every hot dog they had, spending most of his thousand dollars he had left. As he looked over, he saw a man crawl out from the upside down black truck. Booger went over to help him. Oh, are you all right, sir? Booger pulled his arm. Oh, yelled the man who was Vladimir Tretiak. Booger said, 
Oh, you're stuck in there. I'll get some help. Booger ran down the street where he saw a police van full of eight police officers. He brought them back where the truck was upside down. I need your help. This man is stuck in the truck. The policemen looked at the man and they recognized him. Vladimir Trichyuk, said the chief of the New York police. We've got you. And this man has done it. He's captured the famous criminal Vladimir Trichyuk. What is your name, sir? Oh, my name is Booger McFarland. All the police officers looked at him. What a disguise! Of course it was Booger McFarland to capture the elusive Trechiak. Just then, a phone that Booger didn't know he had started ringing in his pocket. He picked it up. It was a video call. On the video call was Chief Gatsby. You will get a tremendous reward. Thank you. You have saved everybody's bank accounts from being stolen from this nasty Russian crime syndicate. Booger looked at his phone. I'm done already? I haven't really done anything. Chief Gatsby started to laugh. <laughs> oh, Special Agent McFarland, you are incredibly talented and also hilarious. You just captured the most dangerous Russian criminal, Vladimir Trechiak. You will find $10,000 in your bank account this evening. And as a special reward, you can keep the car. Well, yee-haw, said Booger. He was so happy. He was about to hang up, but then he remembered. Uh, Chief Gatsby, I'm also gonna need some money to drive home. Do you think you can send me that? Chief Gatsby was flustered, but Special Agent McFarland, we already gave you $1,000. I spent that on supplies. Gatsby wondered, what could this man have spent $1,000 on in 12 hours? Not realizing Booger had eaten over 100 hot dogs and 11 bottles of orange Fanta. But then Chief Gatsby thought, Special Agent McFarland did capture Trechiak. The least I can do is give him an extra thousand dollars. I don't understand his ways, but he's successful. Sure thing, said Chief Gatsby. I'll instruct Special Agent Scarlet to drop the money off in your trunk. It'll be there in 11 minutes. Oh, hot dog, said Booger. He smiled and then he remembered. I'm hungry. I haven't had a hot dog in about 11 minutes. I gotta go, Chief Gatsby. I gotta get a hot dog before dinner time. He hung up the phone, walked back to his car. As he did so, he saw Special Agent Scarlet close the trunk, smile at him, and wave. Booger got back in the car and drove home, stopping at every hot dog stand on the way. When he got home, he had spent all $1,000, but for once he wasn't hungry. And sure enough, later that night, he checked his bank account. There were $10,000 in it. Wow, this is the most money I've ever had, said Booger, excited. He went to sleep happy. He'd worked hard 
and someone had finally realized how valuable Booger McFarlane could be. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.